You are listening to Message Rewind from Discovery Church. Hey, good morning, Discovery. Welcome to Church Online. Hey, if I have not yet had the opportunity to meet you, my name's John. I get this amazing privilege, uh, along with my wife, to lead this community that we call Discovery. And we're so glad that you're joining us virtually. Uh, now, I do want to let you know next week, if you're watching online, maybe you didn't know, but next week, weather permitting, uh, we're going to be we're meeting outside at the church. Um, and so we're actually meeting there today as well. Uh, but we'd love for you to hang out if you feel comfortable. We'd be that we'll be there. Excuse me. Uh, if you don't feel comfortable, hey, no worries. Uh, we have uh, the amazing Nick running the show here. Um, on, on church online. And so actually let's, before we go any further, Hey, let, if you're watching this morning, go ahead and just say in the comment, just type, Hey, Nick, how's it going? And, uh, he'll, he'll say hi to you. Uh, we love Nick. And, and again, we're so glad that you're hanging out with us this morning. Uh, real quick, I, I did want to uh, just remind you that that we are in the process of an outreach at the end of October, as well as serving at NOAA uh, the first two weeks of November. And we really just want to be the hands and feet of Jesus in our city. And so these are great opportunities uh, to, to sign up, to, to bring um, something or to sign up to volunteer to assemble care packages, or maybe if you want to help distribute food in November, you can do that too. All of that, you can uh, sign up in the link that, that'll show up below, and you just click that link. You can learn more, read more about uh, the detailed information about that, as well as signing up. And so uh, you can go ahead and do that uh, now or, or at the end of our, our, of our time to, together. Now, if you're just joining us, we're in a brand new series called Woke, okay? Now, that's kind of like a big word uh, in 2020 especially, and uh, I did my due, excuse me, my due diligence uh, in researching this on Urban Dictionary, and uh, this idea of woke is, 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 is having your proverbial eyes open to a new way of seeing and a new way of thinking. Now, with that said, I, I want to uh, read to you our series verse is found in Romans chapter 13 and verse 1. The Apostle Paul writes this. Now, everyone must submit to governing authorities for all authority comes from God. Watch this. And those in position of authority have been placed there by God. And so so here, here's where this series woke. Uh, it really was stem birth from stem from is uh as you know, in November, the elections are coming up. And here's what I know about the elections. I don't know who's going to win, but I do know this, that uh, there's going to be a group of people who are very excited about the results. And then there's going to be a group of people who are very disappointed about the results. And and, and this idea of, of being woke is, is this idea like uh, I want us to um, like we always honor the people that are in authority. We like, we honor them, but here's the idea, the big idea, like we honor, but we don't put our hope in man, right? And so no matter what takes place, the results in, in the elections, this idea is, is I want us to get to the place where, where we can honor whoever's in office, but we don't place our hope in, in, in them, right? Like the scripture that we just read said that God places those people in authority, and so I don't want to put my hope in someone that has been placed. I want to put my hope who has the authority 
to place. Amen, somebody? And, and, and so uh, each week for the past uh, two weeks now, this will be the third week, we've been looking at a name of God because this idea is like, hey, if I don't want to put my hope in man, I need to put it in something. And, and so I, I choose to put my hope in God. And all throughout the Old Testament, we see different names of God um, uh, relating to different uh, characteristics of him. And so we've been looking at a new name each week, and uh, this week, the name we are looking at, the name of God, is this, Elohim, Elohim. Come on, just say that out loud, Elohim. It just feels really good. It rolls off the tongue. Anyways, hey, I want to pray, and we will get started. Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity that we have uh, to be here this morning. God, we love you. Father, I pray that you would just speak through me right now, God, that you would prepare our hearts, that it would fall, you know, the seed would fall on good ground, that it would make a difference. God, we want to leave changed. We want to leave better. In Jesus' name, come on, everyone at home, say amen. Amen, amen. Hey, so in, like, I want to start off by saying like, I love to cook. Now, I don't think I'm the best cook, but I think I got a little bit of skill in the kitchen. And I remember one uh, day in college, I wanted to cook for my roommates. And, and so, like, I'm making, like, this spaghetti sauce. Ooh, mama mia, right? Like, spaghetti. And, and, and I'm making this sauce, and I'm excited. Like, I'm using, like, pureed tomatoes and, like, the Italian packaged uh, tomato, canned tomatoes. And I'm just going, like, all fancy, right? Like, I'm the salt and the red wine and the uh, oregano and the olive oil. And it's just, it's amazing. Like, I, I'm... I am like having a blast in the kitchen, right? I taste my sauce because everyone knows that cooks, you know that you got to, you got to taste it uh, before you serve it. And so you constantly taste it. And so I taste my sauce and I'm like, this must be what heaven's food tastes like. It's, it's amazing. It's so good. I'm loving it so, so much. And my roommate comes into the kitchen and I'm like, bro, you need to taste this sauce. It's going to blow your mind. And he's like, okay, okay. And so I give him a spoonful of it. And he tastes it. And he's like, it's all right. I'm like, what, what do you mean? It's so, like, I just, ah. right? like, I wanted to hit him. What do you mean? It's all right. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. He's like, it's all right. Like, you could probably, you should probably add a little bit of this or a little bit of that. And I'm like, shut up. Get, get out of here. Like, right? like, I don't even want to see your face. I was so frustrated. I remember when he left, I'm sitting in the kitchen with what I thought was an incredible creation of sauce. And, and I sit there and I'm thinking like, man, I just want to throw all of this sauce away. Like I, I, I found myself just so, so like just bummed out because I allowed my roommate, watch this. I allowed my roommate to have the final word on something that he didn't even create. See, I, I think that's a lot like life. Like how we allow people, we allow situations to have the final say, right? Like judging to have the final say on something that they didn't even have a hand in in creating. And see, the, more, the, the reason why I'm telling you this is because this morning, week three, the third name that we are looking at, Elohim, literally means this, creator and judge. Creator and judge. 
And so I want us to look at both of those words, but the first one I want us to look at is the idea that he is Elohim, creator. We read in Genesis chapter 1, 1, the very first book and the first chapter and the first verse of Scripture says this, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He created the heavens and the earth. Now, before we can ever move on, we, we, we first have to establish this idea. We, we have to establish the idea that God's very nature of who he is, first and foremost, is that he's the creator. This idea that God is the creator. He created. He, he, he is the creator. And because God is creator, uh, this establishes him as the beginning. See, because God wasn't created, he is the creator. Because he existed throughout uh, eternity, he, he wasn't created. So therefore, he is the beginning. And so he is the beginning to everything that he has created. And so we see this in creation, and we see this when he creates man, and he breathes life into man. He creates because he's a creator. In fact, when it comes to creation, did you know that, uh, in fact, that, that out of all creation, you, you're his favorite? Out of all creation, when he created human, when he created man and, and woman, like we became his favorite. In fact, in the book of Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10, the author says this, for we are God's masterpiece, this idea that, that we are, we're, we're his like favorite creation. Like we're his masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the things that he planned for us long ago. So the very foundation of who God is, is the idea that he is creator. But Elohim, it doesn't just mean creator, but it also means Judge. Now, for, for those of you that, that just got triggered because I said the word judge, I get it, right? Because all throughout culture, that, that, that word judge kind of has a bad and negative connotation with it, right? Like this idea that, that of being judged, like we all throughout culture, this idea, this word judge, it's like, don't judge me. You don't know me. You until you walk into until you walk in my shoes, like, don't judge me. Right, right? Like judging to, to judge has this negative negative connotation, but can I propose to you that when God is not just the creator, the beginning, but he's also the judge, it's to your and my benefit. See, because when, 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 we, think, uh, when, 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 when we think of the word judge, when we think of the word judge, a judge, what do, what do they do? They have the final say. They, they, they have the final say of a situation. They had the final say over the situation. And so because God is not just the creator, the beginning, he's also uh, the judge. 
Therefore, he has the ability, if you allow him to, to be the final say over your situation. So let me say it this way. The creator has final say over his creation. I'll say that again. The creator has final say over his creation. This is great news. So, so the, the, the creator has final say over his creation. Not man, not, the, not my emotions, not my impossible situations, but Elohim, my judge, who by the way is known for creating in the midst of chaos. See, we have this, this idea that, 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 that the creator, the creator can only create in perfect situations. But I got great news for you that when you allow God, Elohim, to, to, to be the judge, the final say of your life, the final say of your situation, the great news is that, is that when we do this, watch this, he is perfect. He is the one that you want because he creates things in impossible and chaotic situations. See, this is good news because not uh, God, Elohim, he's not just creating something. He's not just creating something when, when, it, when life is dandy and when everything's going your way. But in faith, I believe that it, what we read in Scripture, that he even creates in chaos. Come on, somebody. So some of us this morning, our life just feels chaotic. It feels stressful. We, we, we maybe lost a job, relationship. Like this, this idea like, God, it's so chaotic in my life. I'm so stressed out. But I want you to know this morning that God creates in chaos. God can create something beautiful in your chaos. In fact, we see this in Isaiah chapter 49. I love this verse, verse 19. This is God speaking, for I'm about to do something new. Come on, somebody. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. The, like the goal is to see God as judge, the final say. And when you do, like we allow him to create something in the midst of our chaos. See, this verse I love is because, because God is like, hey, don't you see what I'm doing? Which, which tells me that there are a lot of times God is moving that we don't even know. There's a lot of times God is doing something behind the scenes that we can't even see. He's like, don't you perceive it? And watch what he's doing. He, he's making an impossible thing happen in an impossible situation. He's creating something in the midst of chaos. This morning, I want you to know that in faith, God is creating something in the midst of your chaos. When you thought it was impossible, he's making, a, he, he's making a pathway through the wilderness. He's creating rivers in the dry wasteland. Come on, somebody. I hope. C -c go ahead and just stop. Type amen in the chat if you're watching this morning. See, this is God. Elohim. He's not just the creator, the beginning, but he's also the judge, the final say, the end. I love this. And, and when we see God as Elohim, as judge, as the final say, 
it gives him the ability to create something in the midst of your chaos. We actually see this in a story that we find in 1 Kings, a very familiar story. It's with the prophet man Elijah. He encounters this widow and he says to this widow in 1 Kings chapter 17, he's like, hey, I am hungry. I am thirsty. Can you feed me? Can, can you give me some water? And watch what she says in verse 12 of 1 Kings chapter 17. As surely as the Lord your God lives, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat and die. Did you see that? That we may eat and die. So right off the bat, her outlook is far from positive. Now, here's the interesting thing about her statement. I'm, I'm making something to eat and then we're going to die. She wasn't lying. In fact, she, she's not wrong. She understands her situation. She understands what she sees. She understands that the amount of flour that she has left is only enough for one more meal. Like she understands that. And I think this is something that we have to understand. There will always be tension between faith and facts. There's always going to be tension between faith in facts. Now, I do want to say this. I'm not denying, I'm not saying that we deny facts, okay? I, I just have decided, I personally have decided that I will allow facts, I will not allow facts to dictate my faith in Elohim. Come on, somebody. I, I'm not denying this idea of facts. Like, I know the facts. I, I see my struggles. I see my situation. I see my hardship. But I will not allow those things to dictate my faith in the creator and judge, Elohim. And so the, the widow, she does something spectacular. As we read in verse 15. Rather than her saying, you know what? Nope, sorry. Sorry, prophet man. Uh, I just, I don't have enough bread. You need to go. She does something phenomenal. She says this. She went away and did as Elijah had told her. Listen, she knew the facts. But she allowed the judge to be the final say. She knew the facts. She knew what she knew the facts of her situation, but she didn't allow her outlook to determine her action. There it is. She she did not allow her outlook to determine her action. She allowed God, Elohim, the judge to have the final say in how she responded and how she acted. And she grabbed the bread, the, the flour and the oil, and she made the bread. She, she took the last of the bread, the, the flour and the oil that she had to create bread, and she gave it to Elijah. And this is what I love about this story. Is that when she did that, what we see is that God created a miracle in an impossible situation. Because she chose to allow God 
to have the final say. This morning, I, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know the chaos, the chaotic situation that, that you may be dealing with, that you, that, that, that you may be going through. But here's what I do know. See, because only you know the facts. I'm not trying to undermine the facts of your situation, the fact that you're going through something. But it's my job to let you know that, hey, if you can choose to allow Elohim, judge, to have the final say of your situation, then in faith you can believe and, and trust that he is good and valid at, 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 at forming, at creating something in the midst of impossible situations. But we'll never be able to experience uh, the, 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 the benefits of, of, of seeing God create something out of, uh, out of nothing if we don't first choose to step out in faith. And if we don't first choose to say, God, you have my final say over the situation. It's not my emotions. It's not my fear. It's not my friends. It, it, it's you have the final say. Because if you are the creator God, then only you have the right to judge, to have the final say over your creation. This morning, friends, as, as we're watching, to, as, as you're watching this, I want to encourage you that God is Elohim. He's the creator. He's the beginning. He's the judge, the final say, the end. And he understands your beginning to the end. And he's wondering if you're going to entrust your situation to him. If you will see your hardship, not through your abilities, but through God. Thank you for listening to Message Rewind. Come back every Monday night at 5 p.m. to hear the latest message from Discovery Church.